At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts this is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Sunday Bet Prep right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as Dwayne Colucci does amazing work over at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook and legitimately one of the friendliest pe- people you'll ever meet. He is going to be joining me in 30 minutes. We're going to be taking a look behind the counter as to what we're all getting for this NFL Sunday where the money has moved thus far and where he expects it to move Sunday morning because as we know, many of the bets, they all come in on game day. So we shall get a little bit of a behind-the-counter view from him in about 30 minutes. But you got to first things first, take a look at what is going to be a big-time game for this Sunday as it is going to be the last game for this Sunday. And I was taking a look at this a little bit earlier in terms of a prop that I really like for this Sunday. Joe Burrow to throw an interception. And it tags along with it as it is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Right now, you're seeing one straight three in the market. That's where I sit at Circa. And that is a minus 120 juice there. And I do think that if you're able to get a three like this, a little bit of an off-market number right now, I do think that it's worth paying the extra juice for. Across the board, you're seeing more or less three and a half. And if you're laying a three and a half, you're going to be getting more like a minus 105, even moneyish juice. And total on this game, 
saying between 47 and 47 half. And with Lamar Jackson, he has been able to do an incredible job with his Baltimore Ravens team this season. Obviously, he had a little bit of a clunker last week, but I take a look at just the way that Lamar Jackson has been able to play in general. And I do think that he is going to be able to power this team to victory. Joe Burrow, in my opinion, he just sometimes gets a little bit too reckless with the ball. Now, he's been able to do a nice job of being able to control things in recent weeks. And credit where credit is due. The big thing that you have to take a look at with the Cincinnati Bengals team has been just the way that Joe Burrow has been sacked, not just this year, but in general. But if you take a look at the way that the line has been able to protect Joe Burrow, it has been much better in recent weeks. 13 sacks the first two weeks when the team lost to the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three sacks the last two weeks where they took down the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. I do think that it's fair to say that this is going to be a little bit correlated in terms of how many times Joe Burrow gets sacked and the success slash failure failure of the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that that is a very important note on this game, but if you take a look at these two quarterbacks, I do think that Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback. He's just able to do it all for the team. And you take a look at Lamar Jackson, and he's right now one of the rushing leaders in all the NFL. He has been just so incredible with this team. He's been able to do a nice job of being able to reintegrate reintegrate J.K. Dobbins, who was missing all last season. That gives this Baltimore Ravens team another weapon. And if you just take a look at the Ravens and how they played this season, if it weren't for two uh, fourth quarter collapses, then no doubt you've got to be taking that into account because with the Baltimore Ravens, I mean, they have been having some tough luck just in game since the beginning of the 2021 season in general. John Harbaugh, I think, is an amazing coach, but the Baltimore Ravens have had a little bit of a tough time closing out games. That is always something that needs to be factored in. It's not quite the Chargers level, which it just feels like every single time you turn on a Chargers game, they read off because a lot of these games are on CBS Sports. They say, and 60 Minutes is coming up next everywhere except for on the West Coast. That is pretty much the cue for the Chargers to do something completely idiotic, whether it be throw an interception, give up a walk and touchdown, and just completely blow a spread. But I do think with the Baltimore Ravens, you've got some issues there. And for the Cincinnati Bengals, I've actually been pleasantly surprised by the defense this season. A lot of people including myself, I'll put myself in this category. You take a look at the Cincinnati Bengals and you think Jamar Chase or Joe Burrow. What are you going to be able to get out of Joe, out of Joe Mixon? Just all the offensive weapons in general, but this is a front seven that has been able to do a nice job of getting to the passer. Trey Hendrickson last season was able to put up 14 sacks. This guy is a legitimately very good pass rusher for the Cincinnati Bengals. Eli Apple and company have been able to do a good job in the secondary as well. This is legitimately going to be one of the stiffest tests, in my opinion, that Lamar Jackson is going to be facing in general. I know that a lot of people, they're looking at this total over in terms of the Cincinnati Bengals, including what we were hearing from Russell Brown in our number one. It's a total that has fallen from 48.5 down to about 47, 47.5. And I would say that if you like this total under, you probably want to wait until just before kickoff. A lot of times you get your best numbers in terms of the NFL when you're able to bet early and heck, I mean, if you really want to talk about betting early, right now I'm talking about week five games. If you're able to take a look at some of those week six look at lines and you don't have some sort of a calamity of an injury, like obviously with the Dolphins, if you tried to get a little bit out of the market on the week five line, that bit you in the butt because of the Tua injury. Now instead, you have a little bit lesser value. But I do think that always taking a look at numbers very early on, Typically, in a lot of spots, it is rock solid. But when you get down to these primetime games, a lot of people, because 
They bust out early during the day or I mean, you could have the exact opposite. It could be a public day. A lot of bettors are feeling good about themselves. They want the cherry on top. They want to say, you know what? We've got some winnings. We're going to ride it on the favorite and the over in Sunday Night Football. And you know, it's been coming up snake eyes a lot this season as primetime unders have certainly been coming through. I believe that they are 10 and 4 in their last 14 overall. And the unders in general in football this season they are 60 to 61% to the under, depending upon if you've got a push or not in terms of one of these totals. But I do think that that is something important to keep in mind. And I do think that the Baltimore Ravens, their defense is a little bit of cause for concern, which I can't believe that I'm saying, because typically with the Ravens, they do a very solid job on that side of the ball. It has been a little bit leaky. We saw that big collapse that they had a few weeks ago against the Miami Dolphins. I do think that it's going to be a little bit more fortified in this spot, I do think that they are going to be able to straighten out a lot of those defensive injuries that they've had. I think that Calais Campbell is going to be able to do a solid job along with Patrick Queen along that front seven. So this is a spot where I do take a look at the under. I've yet to fire it on it yet. I'm going to see if just before Sunday Night Football, this is a line that goes from like 47 to 47 half on the total and you're able to get 48, maybe even a little bit more because we do see these primetime games. A lot of people bet the over and... Right now, for a lot of people, I've been betting the over this season in primetime games. They've been coming up snake eyes, so I'm going to be taking a look at that. And then along with it, I do think that the Baltimore Ravens, just the better team in this spot. The Ravens, they be able to right the ship a little bit after their first two games came up as a loss. But when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, I think that they've legitimately played some good football. They play better than their 2-2 two and two record would indicate. I think they close this one out. So we're going to be going with the Baltimore Ravens laying three and a half. If you're able to get that three once again, do try to be able to take a look and try to scour that market. You're probably going to be getting more like a minus 120 like I'm seeing at Circa, but I do think that that's a relatively solid value if that pops up for you. And then we were talking about this game with Russell a little bit earlier as well. Involves some... Off the field drama with our good friend Tom Brady, but it is the Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a 10-point underdog. You're seeing them a little bit earlier in the week between an 8.5 and a 9. And total on this game, you're finding it between a 46 and a 46.5. And, and when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I feel like they should certainly be more than a touchdown favorite. But now that you've reached that number of 10, I think that this is your buy point with the Atlanta Falcons. With the Atlanta Falcons, they're 4-0 against the spread. They've been able to do a very solid job. Now you can take a look at some of these results. And I do think that that's very important because not all 4-0 slash 0-4, what have you, against the spread records are built equally. And the Falcons, you could go back to week two. They were getting the doors blown off of them against the LA Rams. They were able to do a nice job. I think that there was some sort of a special teams calamity that happened for them to be able to cover that game. And, and you give credit where credit is due. This is a Falcons team that they're very well coached under Mr. Arthur Smith. They've been able to fight very hard. Drake London is someone that I talked to with Russell Brown in our number one. I like the way that he has been able to come through for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't feel great about Marcus Mariota and I mean, that goes to show with the numbers that we saw from him last week because the team was able to get the job done against the Cleveland Browns. It was sort of a no thanks to Marcus Mariota sort of day as he went 7 of 19 with an interception. And the next time you show me a quarterback that's able to go 7 of 19 with an interception and is able to get the win in a game not involving the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts, well, you know, let me know because that's just... Not what you like to see, but I do think that for the Falcons, Tyler Algier, who is going to be probably in line for a lot of the carries. I 
I'm sure that Caleb Huntley is going to be seeing a little bit of the workload as well. But Algier is someone that I remember from BYU. He slid down the draft board, but he's someone that I really liked. He put up some mammoth numbers over at BYU. This is a guy that legitimately, I think, could do a good job of toting the rock with Cordell Patterson out of the fold. And the Falcons have been able to do a nice job of being able to mix and match with their weapons. Now, it's hard for Drake London to get the ball too much when Marcus Mariota is being, well, Marcus Mariota. And I do think that that's the biggest issue they've got in this game. But with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though they're a little bit healthier than they were a few weeks ago, we were calling that game against the Green Bay Packers that Mike Evans, he was out of the fold for that one. He is good to go on this one. It still is a team that, in general, they don't have their full allotment of players with guys like Julio Jones being out of the fold. And then on top of that, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've just been completely one-dimensional. I recognize that this is a passing league in this day and age, but you still have to do a little bit more to try to get Leonard Fournette the ball. Last week, the Kansas City Chiefs were putting up points upon points, making an effort to keep the defense honest. Leonard Fournette last week got the ball three times, so I do think that it is very important that the Buccaneers try to show a little bit of balance because... I mean, even if the runs aren't going very far, at the very least, keeping the defense honest, you're able to then set up the play action. You're then able to make your team in general a little bit more diverse in the way that you're able to call plays rather than being completely one-dimensional. So I do think that that is going to be very important to take a look at. I'm right now taking a look at the 10 with the Atlanta Falcons. I've yet to side with a total in this spot, but I'd be taking a look at the plus 10 in this ordeal. And if you're taking a look at a little bit more in general, in terms of your betting life, the VSIN Daily Bets podcast, Josh Applebaum does a great job of hosting that. He's got you covered. You're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, list goes on and on. He does that every single day. He does an amazing job of being able to take a look at where the money is going and taking a look at some of his great betting strategies and his betting systems as well. And coming up next, We've got a system that we've got to be taking a look at that has been very, very good thus far this season in the Jaguars. We shall see if they're able to cover against the Texans next here on VSIN, the Esports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality podcast this is where we discuss all things reality tv all things popular culture and a little bit of rapaport's reality the reality of bit. us we're a figuring out and if we had been recording these last four or five days oh it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the football action this season with Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Compete for free for a share of $55,000 in a two-way to predict what will happen in three college football pools and then make your picks for eight fantasy football contests. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL to play now for free Hulu Plus Live TV. Like cable, only better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply See DraftKings.com for details as we're back here on the Greg Peter. I did that a second time. Welcome back to VEASAN Bet Prep, Sunday Bet Prep here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. It is Greg Peterson holding it down for Matt Humans tonight. Matt does an amazing job with the show, so I'm glad to be holding it down for him tonight. Hopefully doing our best to be able to do so. And I know that the gentleman behind the glass, they are doing an amazing job as well. you got my producer, Dan Miller, one of the best in the business. Always a pleasure to be working with him. All of you guys working, or all of you guys watching on vcin.com slash anywhere that carries vcin, all the graphics. That is courtesy of our technical director, Nick. He does amazing work. And then Brad, you've got my audio guy. Sometimes I speak incoherently, but you're always able to hear it very, very soundly because Brad does an amazing job. These guys are in the the best in the business. Always do appreciate them. Now it's time for me to live up to my end of the bargain, and let's dive into this game that I was alluding to before the break. The Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are a touchdown favorite. Total is anywhere between 43 and 44, and we've seen this 
be one of the most stagnant lines of the week. I know that there was a little bit of movement to a six and a half in a few books, but really this has been remaining at seven all throughout. And I do think that you've got some solid value with the Houston Texans. The Texans, certainly not the most talented team in the league. That goes without saying, but you do have a Texans team that has a second-year quarterback in Davis Mills who's been able to do a solid job. He's now got a little bit more of a ground game behind him and Damian Pierce. Pierce was a little bit of an afterthought coming into the season. He's been able to rise up and up and up, and it really said something to me when the Houston Texans released Marlon Mack just before the season, a former 1,000-yard rusher that I thought was going to be able to see some carries for the Houston Texans. They decided, you know what, we're good with Pierce and Rex Burkett, and with Burkett, he's really become a little bit more of a pass catcher only for the team. As a matter of fact, he has seen as many carries as myself two out of the last three weeks. They've still been utilizing him out of the backfield, using him as a little bit more of a sort of utility player, being able to catch a ball out of the backfield, but they certainly have not been utilizing him to tote the rock and pierce. He's been able to do a very solid job. Two, seasons, two weeks ago, he was able to have that 80-yard game and a touchdown against the Chargers, follows that up. He has that big 75-yard run against the LA Chargers. I like what I'm seeing out of him. And then when it comes to Davis Mills, a little bit turnover prone. A lot of these turnovers is because, well, he has to try to make a little bit of something out of nothing. He doesn't have the world's greatest weapons, and he has legitimately faced off against two very good defenses. The Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts did not make for a great Week 5 game, but a little bit of that is because both of those defenses are solid with the Chicago Bears. Their defense is certainly out of their offense right now, and then the other opponent was the LA Chargers, and the Chargers are actually leaving a little bit of something to be desired on defense. We found that out with Trevor Lawrence being able to carve them up a few weeks ago, but certainly it has been a little bit of, I would say, a tough go of it in general for Davis Mills with the schedule, and now I think it does get a little bit easier, but with the Jaguars, as we know, this team can get home as well on defense. They do a good job of being able to rush the passer, and I do think that that is going to cause for a little bit more of a stagnant and a lower-scoring game as you've got Josh Allen, who we all remember he really made his mark last year by being able to harass Josh Allen. So he's been able to do a good job on this front seven, and then you've got a secondary that, in my opinion, is improving with guys like Shaquille Griffin and company, and then you do take a look at this Jaguars team in general, and one player prop that I'd be taking a look at is perhaps James Robinson over his rushing total. Right now, I'm seeing that at 60.5. Going to vary a little bit from book to book. Had a bit of a stinker last week against the Philadelphia Eagles, but really past that, he has gotten to 64 yards or more and at least one touchdown in every one of the other team's games this season. And let's call it what it is, having to go up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, they're looking like the best team in the NFC. I'm going to talk about their game a little bit later on in the show, but I really love what I've seen out of the Philadelphia Eagles in general. Maybe I'm drinking a little bit too much of the Kool-Aid, but with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I just really didn't control the ball in general, and that led to a little bit more of a decrease in the usage for James Robinson, and that has led to just Travis Etienne in general being a very pedestrian running back, and he's been a disappointment this season because you expected him Coming off of injury, it might take him a few weeks to be able to get things going, but you figured that because he's got that great chemistry between Trevor Lawrence that he'd be able to take off. And thus far this season, it has been very clearly James Robinson getting the bulk of the carries, being able to get a bulk of the snaps in general. And then it's been a little bit more of an afterthought for ATN. And for Trevor Lawrence, I do think that we're maybe hyping him up just a little bit too much based on what we saw in Los Angeles. Now, that 
performance was amazing. And Trevor Lawrence certainly has been able to show signs of brightness. And, well, we're finding out that Trevor Lawrence is able to do a little bit of something when you put a coach that actually knows what they're doing rather than a coach that literally kicks his kicker in the leg when he's able to be coached up by him, he's able to do some nice things. And Trevor Lawrence has been able to take off. Yeah, also had a few offseason acquisitions like a Christian Kirk, who's really been able to come up in spades for this team as well. But I do think that the Houston Texans, they're doing a solid job on the front seven. That hiring of Lovey Smith, you knew that he was not being hired in to just be a sacrificial one to two year coach that wouldn't necessarily show a lot of fight. He's someone that he's looking to try to build himself up after he was at Illinois. In recent years, not necessarily getting the job done, but has always been a much more of a fit in the NFL rather than in college. And I do think that he's going to have his guys up for this game. It is a divisional game as well. And divisional teams, they typically do a much better job of being able to cover as well. Both of these teams know each other quite well. You do have new personnel, obviously, with a pair of first-year head coaches. You've got younger quarterbacks in general. But these are a pair of divisional teams that I think are really going to be going at it. And I do think that you've got some value with the Houston Texans catching a touchdown. This is something that I did play for Circa Millions as well, and I'll be going through my Circa Millions card a little bit later on during the show, but that is something I'm taking a look at, and I do think that with the Houston Texans, they are going to be able to do a solid job against this Jacksonville Jaguars passing unit as well. This will be another spot where I'd be taking a look at the under, and feel like I've been taking a look at a bunch of unders in these games, and you know what? We're going to continue on with the trend because... This is a game that has moved off of a critical number, but I mean, I can tell you right now, I still would not be wanting the underdog as it is the Chicago Bears. They are taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings for much of the first half of the week, they were finding themselves as a seven-point favorite. Now this is a line of seven and a half. Total has actually went up from a 43 to a 44, and until you can find any sort of a pulse whatsoever with this Chicago Bears passing unit, there's just no taking overs with them unless if the total just goes way and back down. It has been a nightmare season for Justin Fields thus far. And Fields, he is able to give you a little bit of mobility in general, but he has completed 34 passes this season. I think Cooper Cup has more receptions than Justin Fields has completed passes. That is just absolutely terrible. And last week was the first time he got over eight completions in a game. That is very, very concerning. And Somehow, some way, the Chicago Bears have been able to put up points, but in that monsoon, it was mostly the defense and the special teams that was able to set them up for success in that one as well. Justin Fields, both of his touchdowns this season have really come against the San Francisco 49ers and nothing else. So I do take a look at this Bears offense, and there's really no trusting in them. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings, ever since the opening of their new stadium in Minneapolis. They've been able to do a solid job over at U.S. Bank Stadium over the last few seasons ever since they closed down the Metrodome. It's actually been one of the best home field advantages in all of football, along with that with the Chicago Bears. It is going to be very, very critical that they just run the ball in general. I actually really like what I've seen out of Khalil Herbert, and it does look like David Montgomery is going to be playing this, according to Dan Graziano of ESPN. It looks like the folks are optimistic that Ian's going to be able to play, and I threw in there a little bit of Wisconsin accent on Dan Graziano's name, but certainly I do think that that is just so important for the Bears because they can't pass the ball at all. They don't have any weapons really to help out Justin Fields. Justin Fields himself is a primitive quarterback, and he's just not able to get the ball to anyone whatsoever. Just not a good situation. Meanwhile, with Kirk Cousins, I recognize that 
He has had his falters throughout the season, but this is once again far from a primetime game. Ironically enough, he couldn't get much further away from primetime than last week. The one issue that I've got with the Vikings, just how they're going to respond coming off of the London game because body clocks are all out of source. We always talk about teams going from east to west, west to east. This is a whole different animal. They are going without a bye week, but I still, if anything, would like the Minnesota Vikings to be able to get the job done. This is a circumstance where I think a no bet might be honestly one of the better bets because I do think that it's a case where you don't know what you're going to be able to get out of these teams in general, but what you do know is that the Bears are not necessarily trustworthy. The one, one thing I really like on this game is this total of 44 under just because I don't see how the Bears really get past 13 points in this ordeal. But one thing that I do see is a lot of money coming in on these games. And Dwayne Clucci, he does an amazing job taking all the bets over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He is the sports director over there. We're going to get a behind-the-counter look at him at everything next here on Sunday Bet Prep here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season has officially begun and our hockey experts are ready with all the action. The VEASAN Season Hockey Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, Plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey betters and those a little bit newer to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. And it's at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on Sunday Bet Prep here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And great to be joined by our guest as Dwayne Clucci. He does amazing work over at, at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook and legitimately one of the most friendly men that you're going to meet out here in Las Vegas. And Dwayne, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on, Greg. As always, it's a pleasure to join you. It is great to have you aboard. And Dwayne, before we dive into any games in general, I just want to get your thoughts on what you've been seeing in terms of totals this season, because totals we've seen about 60 to 61% going under the total. Has there been a little bit of a shift this week into how p players have been betting these totals? Because, I mean, it's just been an underpalooza thus far this season, and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of public bettors that they're still going to be piling on the over, rooting for points and everything like that, but I have to feel like there's been quite a few people picking up on this and have been trying to ride this trend of just so many unders in general. Yeah, you could see it in the line movement this week, Greg. There's several games that, you know, we opened uh, Dallas in particular, 45 and a half, and now you're looking at 42. So, yeah, definitely the public, they start to get a sense of a trend, and they definitely want to ride or jump on the bandwagon in this trend. And definitely you're seeing a lot of these games this week. I mean, look at the total movement. It's it's amazing. You know, you open Houston 44 and a half against Jacksonville down to 45. We even hit 43 on that. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, 47, down to 46. And that's one of the best offenses in the NFL with Buffalo. So you're definitely seeing some line movement go to the under. The Cowboy game, like I said, in particular. Also, this Cleveland Brown game, we opened it at the Rampart in South Point, 48 and a half. And now we're sitting at 47. 
So you're seeing movement on these games, and definitely the trend has been the under at 61%, like you said. So uh, you're going to jump on the bandwagon if you're a public uh, you know, bystander and starting to absorb that a lot of these games are going under. And you have the sharp money that comes in as well, Greg. So we're getting it from both angles. Uh, you know, I think uh, it, it's kind of early in the season to get a real good feel of who a prolific offense is, who's a bad defense. You know, we know Detroit is definitely a bad defense. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they could put up points in bunches. But even that game against New England, 46-and-a-half opener and down to 45 at the Rampart and South Point. So the public are definitely jumping on this under trend. I don't know how long it'll last, though. Yep, I agree with you because we've seen it in quite a few other sports. The MLB had a barrage of unders begin the season. The NBA very famously last regular season. There were a bunch of unders to begin that season as well. And then things were able to stabilize from there. Bookmakers, you guys do a very, very good job of noticing when there's a big giant <laughs> dip to the under a big giant jump to the over and adjust from there and that's why we currently sit in buildings like the one that i'm sitting in right now so that is <laughs> something that you guys do an amazing job of but let's touch upon a game that we have seen a rather lot large line move on and well it's been really one-way action i'm sure for you guys on this one 49ers and the carolina panthers the look at line in a lot of spots was the san francisco 49ers being a three-point favorite based on what we saw on sunday a lot of places push this more like a five to five and a half when we saw the numbers come up for like Sunday, Monday. I know that over at the South Point and Rampart, it was more of a five and a half and then it's one to six and a half. Just how have you guys been booking this game in general? Because I do think that the 49ers just such an intriguing team because I feel like more people have jumped on this team ever since Jimmy G has come under center and I know that there's been a lot of people that have been baiting the Carolina Panthers and in some markets betting on Matt Rule to be the first coach fired. Yeah, definitely, Greg. I mean, Matt Rule has been on the hot seat now for the last couple of years, and it's amazing that he is able to, uh, you know, retain his position as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, Baker Mayfield is a perfect example. I mean, having trouble getting the ball over the line of scrimmage. Eventually, you know, uh, you know, Donald will be back on the roster, but how much of an upgrade is he? I mean, he's banked up. He, he lost a job coming out of the preseason. So, uh, you know, I definitely think this is a team that the public are taking a stand against. And like you said, Rule has been definitely one of the favorites to lose his position first. And now with the switchover from Jimmy G to, you know, to, uh, from Trey Lance to Jimmy G, it seems that San Francisco was starting to rally around Jimmy G. That was a great performance. They were able to shut down a really nice Rams offense. You know, the running game, they shut down. Uh, unbelievable performance. And now you're seeing a 39 total at the Rams part in South Point and San Francisco bet up to a six and a half point favorite on the road. I think San Francisco and Debo will dominate this game. I can't see Carolina scoring many points. I'll be honest with you. This defense has done a fabulous job. And I think San Francisco is one of the teams right now to beat in the NFC, uh, you know, but you'd still have so much season left, Greg, injuries and whatnot. But San Francisco really looks good, especially after the last week. Yeah, that's pretty much an implied final score in that 49ers game of 23-16, to 16, and you just don't see that very often. And 
Dwayne, I know that there's been quite a bit of movement in terms of this one as well. And I want to ask you if you've got just a little bit more vi- little bit more liability than most books on the Dallas Cowboys. Because over at the South Point and the Rampart as we do this, right now we're finding the Rams as a 4.5 point favorite. Most other books, they have this in between 5 and 5.5. Five and, and it's been very interesting to take a look at the line movement. Because no question, there was a lot of question when it came to Dak Prescott. Would he play? Would he not? We know that it is going to be Cooper Rush at this point. So how have you guys been booking this game? Because I know that the injury itself caused for a little bit of movement here, but it feels like you guys are just getting right now pounded with a little bit of cowboy money. Yeah, definitely. And that's because of the same fact. You saw the Rams play against San Francisco, and now they're playing another quality defense, and their running game is non-existent. Let's put it that way. Henderson Acres, they're having massive problems running the ball. You could definitely double down on Cooper Cup, especially, uh, you know, Dallas has a great defensive pass rush and scheme. It's going to be very difficult for the Rams, in my opinion, to start moving the ball. But they are back at home. Let's take that into consideration. You still have the backup in Cooper Rush. How many points could Dallas really put up? That's why we're seeing a plethora of under money and a lot of parlays and teasers with Cowboys and under. So it's going to be very important to see moving forward how the Rams rectify this offensive position. And they definitely have a great tight end. Higby is, uh, you know, solid. But Cup needs some support, and they have to protect Matt Stafford. I mean, we we see this time and time again. This guy under the gun is definitely not as effective as when he has time. And Dallas is going to bring that massive pass rush, a lot of pressure on the Rams' offensive line. Uh, You know I love the Cowboys, but, uh, you know, I kind of even like them in this position going against a real nice Rams team, but they have to rectify some problems. And that's why we're seeing some Dallas money at the Rampart and South Point. Like you said, down to four and a half, 42 is the total, down three and a half points from our opener. I think Dallas has an excellent chance here. Yep, and if you like the Rams, you probably want to be betting that overhead the South Wayne and the Rampart because currently they've got the lowest number on the Rams. And then the other game that's really been in the headlines recently because of things off the field in terms of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that'd be their game against the Atlanta Falcons. This is a number that's up to 10 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying it. How has this been book slash bet? Because I think that this is one of the most interesting things in general. I personally don't make a lot out of off the field things like the whole Tom Brady saga, but I have to feel like there are some people that they might take that into account with regards to handicapping and either upgrade or downgrade the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the spot. Yeah, Greg, I mean, we opened it at eight, so we're getting one-way money on Tampa Bay. It's up to 10 right now. Uh, Everybody uh, really isn't concerned with the Tom Brady trouble. I mean, there was, uh, you know, qualms about a uh, shoulder injury, the finger and the hand injury, Giselle and all that. But Tom is a a consummate professional. I mean, the offense started to finally get somewhat moving last week. I mean, hopefully Godwin will be healthy enough to uh, produce a little. You know, Fournette is definitely having a good season. Evans is back after the suspension. So he has all his weapons intact. I always say Atlanta is a totally different ball club away from home and they're, they're faced with a tough road effort, uh, road effort here. And I definitely think Tampa will win this game. It's just by how much they had a much better team. And I believe Brady is healthy. I think people are just buying into too much of the mental and the injury aspects. He's definitely going to be able to move the ball against this team. Can Atlanta keep up? That's the whole key and keep it within the 10 points. You know, you saw it move past the key numbers. I mean, eight, nine, 10, 
Let's see how it plays out. But the public is not fearful in this position, Greg. They're back in Tom Brady at Tampa Bay full out. Yep, they certainly are. And we always love having you aboard, Dwayne. You do such an amazing job booking all the action and explaining what's all going on with regards to these lines and how you guys are booking the action. Always appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me on and uh, enjoy the rest of your that. Absolutely. And we're going to enjoy taking a look at Carson Wentz and what he might be able to do next here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my, this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? 
Doesn't look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on Veasan, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join BetRivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when they make a first-time deposit using the promo code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game. It is Greg Oops Peterson filling in for Matt Eumanns tonight. Hopefully doing our best because I know that Matt does an amazing job with this show and a man that does an amazing job that joined me in the last segment. That would be Dwayne Colucci over there at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook. Always appreciate his insights, where the money is going. Very interesting to see how they've been booking the Dallas Cowboys game as they're a little bit off market right now. So we shall see if that is going to be lasting through the weekend as I know that over there at the Rampart, the South Point, a little bit more of a Las Vegas locals book out there. So always interesting to see where the action is going from just market to market in general as well. And Dwayne, just one of the friendliest men in general. They're going to find out in Las Vegas as well. So a big thanks to him. Now let's take a look at a guy that I'm sure is relatively friendly, but results have not necessarily been there for him. And that would be Carson Wentz as his team is going to be playing us the Tennessee Titans and we have seen a lot of movement on this game as the Tennessee Titans at points this week, they got up to as high as about a two and a half point favorite. I think DraftKings at one point added at a three. I think it was very, very brief that they had it at a three, but we were seeing between two and two and a half throughout much of the week. Right now, DraftKings is the highest number in the market. I am seeing the Tennessee Titans as a one and a half point favorite. This has come down to pick them in a lot of places in Las Vegas, including where I sit at Circa and the total on this game. It is a 43, and I just, I can't put my money on Carson Wentz right now. I just can't. Then again, the other side of things, you have to put your money on Ryan Tannehill, and oh boy, this is a ordeal where if I'm taking a look anywhere, this is going to be another play on the under, which it feels like this is just the under show at this point, but it's really been the way that a lot of these teams have been playing, and it just feels like the quarterback play this season in general has been relatively mediocre, aside from your top-of-the-top guys like Jalen Hurts has been able to do a solid job. I mean, even though he had a little bit of a lackluster week last week, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, these are guys that have been money in the bank for you. Everyone else has been very, I mean, to say meh would be honestly generous to a lot of these guys. Like Ryan Daniel, it's just not been a good ordeal, and... And what I will say about Ryan Tannehill is that he hasn't been sacked very often. The offensive line of the Tennessee Titans, in my opinion, has been able to do an okay job. But with Derrick King Henry, he doesn't look necessarily like the same guy that we've seen in the past. Now, perhaps last week he was able to get through it because I mean, he suffered a relatively big injury, missed much of the second half of the 2021 season. Perhaps he was still working out some of the kinks because last two weeks he has been much more solid after he had that busseroni of a week against the Buffalo Bills and part of that. I do think it just speaks to how good the Buffalo Bills are. I always think that that's very important. 
to keep in mind when a guy has a clunker of a week. Take a look at who it was against because, I mean, if Derrick Henry rushed for like 25 yards against the Detroit Lions, a little bit more, shall we say, concerning than against the Buffalo Bills. But I do think that Derrick Henry really starting to find his form. But with the Tennessee Titans, they are going to be a little bit down as well as I know that they've been going down with a few injuries, including Trayvon Burks. Having Burks out of the fold, they got that. I was a little bit bullish on coming into the season. He was a first-round pick out of Arkansas. That does put the scene behind the eight ball. And I mean, if you know why they traded A.J. Brown in the offseason, you let me know because I still don't know why they traded away A.J. Brown. Probably a dollars and cents sort of thing that made no sense. But that means that you're probably going to be seeing a lot of Robert Woods in this game. And Robert Woods legitimately, I think, could be able to give this team a little bit of a spark. You take a look at what Robert Woods was able to do while he was with the L.A. Rams. Last season, he was all sorts of banged up, but... In the previous three seasons, he had caught between 86 and 90 balls in every year. A little bit more of a possession wide receiver. Not a guy that is going to go out there and be a speedster or someone that you're going to be looking to as much of a deep threat. But you need a guy to be able to pick up the chain, be able to move the chains on like a third and six, third and seven, get a 10-yard out route, something like that. I mean, Robert Woods is very good at being able to do so. Flip side, you take a look at this Washington Commanders team and with the Commanders, it's just been a hot mess for this team. Now, very good story just in terms of humanity in general. Seeing Brian Robinson be able to make it out there, that's something that I think everyone could cheer for unless if you've got the under on his rushing prop yards. And, well, you hope for him to get the under on that, but just in general, have a nice season because, I mean, that is a very good story. But with this Washington Commanders team, it's just been a hot mess for them in general because they've been trying to establish a run for Antonio Gibson. They've given them the ball at least 12 times in all four of their games. Just there's nowhere to go. And I do think that part of the issue for the Washington Commanders in general has been just the offensive line issues. We have seen all sorts of injuries on that front. They have not done a great job of being able to rebuild since they've lost guys like even a branded sheriff a few years ago. You're able to go down the line and the Washington Commanders have just not addressed that. And right now they're paying for their sins of not investing in the offensive line. As a result, Antonio Gibbs is going nowhere. You've got Carson Wentz, who just looks once again relatively mediocre now. With what we're seeing out of Matt Ryan this year, perhaps we actually might want to upgrade our opinion of Carson Wentz just because that is a complete and utter disaster. But with Carson Wentz, the two interceptions they say he threw against Dallas, just general not getting the job done the last few seasons, that's not great. And for the commanders, the defense looks like it's back at full force. There were some issues that you saw with that defense last season, and certainly it's been a little bit hot and cold with the game that we saw against the Detroit Lions. That was not terrific. We're starting to see that this Lions team, they've got a good offense, and they've got a very porous defense, but if I had to go anywhere, I would probably still be taking a look at the Tennessee Titans just because I do have a little bit of confidence that Derrick Henry is starting to pick it up. I still think that Robert Woods is going to be able to do a solid job for the team, and the defense in general has been playing a little bit better for the Tennessee Titans. But if you're wanting a game that when I was taking a look at my Circuit Millions card, I just put a big giant X through, it was this game right here because I don't want to be betting on our good friend Ryan Tannehill. I don't want to be betting on Carson Wentz either. So this is one where I would really just be taking a look at the under because I do think that you're going to see two relatively pedestrian offenses with two defenses that are seemingly improving by the week going at it. So I take a look at this spot. I like the under 
if I had to play a side, it would be the Tennessee Titans, especially with this line now at one rather than a two to two and a half that we're seeing throughout the week as well. Another game that I do think has much fascination that be the Miami Dolphins and the New York J-E-T-S Jets. Jets, Jets says the Jets are between a three and three and a half point home underdog. We're seeing more threes pop up in the market and the total is 45. A little bit of a Teddy Bridgewater game as you got Teddy Ballgame who's going to be out there as many people know he's been one of the better against the spread quarterbacks over the last few seasons in general and one of the better backups that you're going to get as well. A guy that has thrown for over 3,000 yards each out of the last two seasons. A guy that well, to say that he's been around the block, we'll be putting it very generously as he was with the Denver Broncos last season. He was with the Panthers two seasons ago. He was with the Saints. I'm sure that he's played at some point for Bishop Sycamore as well. I mean, this guy has been all over the place. He's sort of been there, done that. I think the big thing for Teddy Bridgewater is having good chemistry in general with his guys because I would argue that this is the best core in general that has been around Teddy Bridgewater because you've got Jalen Waddle and Terry Kill, both of these guys, I've been able to do an absolutely incredible job as far as the season. Now, that was with Tua throwing him the ball. And with Tua, I just do feel like, in general, he's someone that coming into the year we were a little bit too low on. And he has been able to prove himself to be a very solid quarterback in the NFL. You wish him absolutely nothing but the best in terms of what is going to be happening with that. This is not a show to comment on concussion protocols. This is to make you money. So we're going to leave it at that. But I do think that with the Dolphins, what is going to be very important is trying to set up the ground a little bit more, take the pressure off of Teddy Bridgewater. They picked up Raheem Mostert in the offseason, who has had relatively pedestrian results thus far in the game against the Bengals. They were able to get him going a little bit more. I think that they're going to need to utilize him more and more because he is one of the speedier running backs in the NFL. At the very least, he was prior to his injury in 2021. I think that that is going to be very important for them. And on the flip side for the New York Jets, I just still have no faith in Zach Wilson. I do recognize the drive that he had against the Pittsburgh Steelers, in which was rock solid. But prior to that, he was 8 of 24 with multiple interceptions. Zach Wilson, in my opinion, just should not be an NFL quarterback at this point. And I feel like that last-minute drive that he had against the Pittsburgh Steelers to be able to get them to win, it was sort of like the deodorant on a stench of a really bad New York Jets offense. I think that this is going to be another game that is going to be relatively low scoring. The Jets, I recognize, don't necessarily have the world's greatest defense, but I do think that the Miami Dolphins are going to be looking a little bit more vanilla in general. So I like the under, and I'm not going to be betting on I'm our good friend, Mr. Zach Wilson. So I'm taking a look at the Miami Dolphins. And something else I'm taking a look at, our pro tip for hour number two here on VEASAN. We do one every hour here on the network, VEASAN.com. So I subscribe for that. Don't be afraid to bet on a game a week in advance. Right now, week six lines are out, and you're able to grab some very, very good at value with those look guide lines. And let's look forward to Sunday's games with Will Hill, who does amazing work here at VEASAN, on the other side here on Sunday, Brett Prep on the Sports Betting Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right designer, so you can find the right designer, so you can find the right designer, so you can... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.